Welcome to Adopting License. This is a podcast about our journey growing up as we create a safe space to chat about literally anything. Relationships, friendships, mental health, self-care, career, you name it. And who are we? We're best friends, but unfortunately, we don't even get to live in the same city. We're living thousands of miles and various flights away from each other. But we've been through the good, the bad, and the ugly together. And now we're gonna share it all with you. Welcome to episode 4 of Adopting License on Scene Media. I'm Mia, and joining me today are Angie and Don. How are we? I'm super good. Can you believe that our seasonal podcast has already reached its middle stage? We only have a few more episodes to go. That's super sad, but we'll definitely make the most out of it. For sure. That's amazing and sad at the same time. It's crazy how fast time flew by. I know, right? But today we will talk about a very controversial topic, so I'm very excited for that. So, what are we talking about today? So today, we'll talk about a topic that is super, super juicy and exciting. Please take today's episode as your holy grail on how to get over your ex. I'm sure we all experience heartbreak, even when you haven't even been in a relationship before. Mm. It can be extremely painful but we will provide you with all the how-tos, tips, and advices today. You sure will write on the part that we've experienced painful breakups. We have been through hell and back, and we really hope this episode will somewhat be comforting for you guys to listen to after a breakup. Just think of it as, um, as if we're your friends and we are going through the breakup with you. So, let's go on this fun roller coaster of emotions. I'm so excited, (laughs) but I am very curious to hear about your tips and experiences. (laughs) So, how many breakups, how many heartbreaks have you guys been through and which one hurts the most? Um, So, I I have dated a few people before, but um, in my heart, I've always only considered one person to be my ex. Um, (laughs) yeah so we were in love for over three years and this might sound wrong but he was the only person that I was actually in love with okay I don't think that sounds wrong at all yeah I totally understand that to be honest like there are people that I also don't consider I've dated like I've been in a relationship like three times with three different people but I've only like officially dated two does Mm -hmm. that make sense yeah yeah definitely Mm -hmm. like for me, all the other relationships of mine happened when I was so young. It was literally just like kid love, like lovey-dovey love. Like we had a crush on mm. each other. Like Exactly, yeah. like that's what I mean. It's like not that serious, right? Mm, it's not. Like my friends, my other friends never actually agree with me on this, but I literally like don't remember being in a relationship with them. So I would say that I've only been through one heartbreak and... To be honest, I never thought that I could could get over him. <laughs> Aww, but you did! So go, girly! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I'm really sorry to hear that you had to go through all of that, and I wish I could give you a hug right now. Mm. Must have been so difficult. <laughs> yeah, um, I, was, um, I was in so much pain, but <laughs> my friends who listen to this would know that I went through hell and back um, 
he so he was literally my whole life my soulmate my everything and when it ended i felt like nothing matters anymore like <laughs> i cried even if he's appear on my mind for a split second and then when i was still so back then i was still living with my parents so i always had to hide in the bathroom and open the music to the loudest volume so that nobody could hear me sobbing oh <laughs> that's actually so so sad though but i relate yeah. like i actually did the same thing as well so i remember when i broke up right i was living with a host family when i first came to australia and they were like super nice and i just didn't want to show them that i was crying the whole time because I, i didn't want mm. them to feel like they did something wrong right mm. so i just cried so much mm. but like silently then my most recent one as well my mom was actually visiting me in sydney that time so i remember we were going around city going around sydney just like exploring places together and my eyes were just like water whenever i remembered that we went to the same place as well but i mm. actually just couldn't cry mm. Mm. Now I feel like I want like an actual group hug. <laughs> <laughs> I think for me it's um it's a little different because after a breakup I just feel like really numb. Like I cannot get any emotions out of my system. And I think that's when I know I'm really sad is when I can't cry. Like mm. then at one moment it would just all get too overwhelming to me and I'd get overwhelmed with all these these emotions I've kept in myself and I would like then just have a cry session mm. and i think the shower used to be my go-to place to cry because in the <laughs> shower you can just contemplate about life and then you think about everything and then you just get into your feels and the shower is kind of like crying with me and plus i don't need tissues in there <laughs> that's so convenient right it is <laughs> yeah it is. So yeah, like so what you say it's like how you didn't cry when we had to say goodbye last year and I cried like a baby at the airport. <laughs> Sorry. As I said, I'm not good at crying when I'm really sad. It all hits me at a later moment. I'm weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but see that's another breakup that broke me in pieces as well. <laughs> oh, that's a breakup I'll never get over. But seems like you've moved on with a dog yikes <laughs> yeah you guys will get to meet him soon <laughs> oh no that's so exciting i'm excited <laughs> yeah yeah but it's it's very interesting to see how people cope with um sadness differently i would never be able to hold back my tears and truly sometimes it is a bit embarrassing <laughs> i think it's anything but embarrassing sometimes i wish i could cry or i feel one day i'd feel like Claire from Modern Family who smiles every time she hears about death as like a coping mechanism. <laughs> oh my god, I love Claire. Obsessed. <laughs> yeah, same. Love her. Anyways, Angie, how do you cope with your emotions and when you're hurt? Um for me, I guess like each time the heartbreak is a bit different. Um but the one that hurt me the most must have been like the very 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 first time I've like ever had a crush on anyone before um it was in grade mm. eight, right and we didn't even date it was purely just the talking stage and he suddenly just ghosted me one day and i was like excuse me that's mm. kind of rude and that mm -hmm. one event just made me spiral because i've never like actually known what it was like to care for someone like that before mm. yeah damn yeah i think that 
maybe it's like the first time so that's why it hurt it so much mm, like sometimes you just don't really expect it to have such an impact on you and then it just hits you really hard hey exactly it literally changed my whole perspective on love and contributed to like why i kind of hate men just <sighs> kidding but yeah, it, it did scar me, I guess. Oh, you poor thing. No, but I, I totally get that. You just like traumatize. Mm, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, totally. Like, maybe it's because it is the first time that it taught you to deal with it so well, so the next times you're not as hurt. Um, Honestly, every single time I'm still hurt, but that was like the first <laughs> time. So I was like, I was a kid back then as well. So I was like so dramatic. Like, I just didn't know what to expect. <laughs> Yeah, like, after my memorable breakup, I haven't been in an official relationship with anyone for over a month because I was genuinely traumatized by the pain of getting over my ex. Um, I really don't know if I could go through that pain one more time, but I'm very curious about what has helped you guys um, get over your ex because, obviously, we all know it's not the easiest thing to do by yourself. Get another guy. Yeah. I get, over get a rebound <laughs> exactly <laughs> just uh, kidding though i i've never managed to do that but mm-hmm. honestly if it, if you had it would help it's i think that would be like temporarily like temp yeah exactly and it smooths you into another phase of your life mm, no i don't recommend that don't do it <laughs> <laughs> yeah i wish i had like a better answer but for me all it really took was time like no matter how hard I try to avoid it, hide it, or even, like, let it out, the only thing I could do is try to, like, do my thing, not get stuck in a rut and let my emotions run its course, and trust that it will heal eventually. Mm, definitely. Like, finding your routine again is so important. Just, you know, dealing with your own hobbies and passion helped me a lot as well. Like, the most recent one was so tiring. I had, like, just broken up. My mom left me to go back to Vietnam. COVID started, so I was just literally, like, locked up with myself at home. Oh, no. That's so sad. It's such a horrible timing. Mm, um, yeah, I'm very sorry to hear that. Nobody would be able to comprehend that pain for sure. Yeah, it was quite overwhelming, I would say. But then, like, I found different interests in my life. I got back into painting, reading, focusing on uni a bit more, and actually started my own YouTube channel, which I I, I actually haven't, like, devoted 100% into it. But it was nice to keep myself busy throughout the day and just, like, find joy in other stuff in life. Mm. Mm -hmm. I think that's that's really amazing. And it's, like, such a refreshing way of thinking about a breakup. And mm. I feel like that's a silver lining out of this horrible situation. Mm. And, you know, there's always a light at the end of the tunnel. Cheesy. Exactly. <laughs> there's always a bright side to every situation, eh? Yeah, like keeping yourself mm-hmm. busy is definitely a great way to distract yourself out of all of the thoughts that's bothering you after a breakup. It will definitely keep you away from all the negative thoughts and yes, spending more time on yourself, your hobbies and routine is a must. Exactly, just spending time doing stuff is also a big yes for me. Like the previous November was actually like traumatizing for me as I went for like some relationship drama and ever since I've just been like diving in work and hobbies. Like now to the point I'm working full time during summer holiday right now. Oh my gosh, me too. Like, literally, I don't have time to breathe, but it's also so much fun to be a working woman, hey? <laughs> yes, we love a career-driven, hard-working, money-earning, independent woman. Yes, 
Yes, we do. Yes, you go, girls. I think after every relationship, I also always need to take the time to love myself again. Like to watch 20 reality TV shows or binge watch Friends for the hundredth time、yes. or just draw myself <laughs> in junk food. Mm. Just do whatever mm, I mm, want. Mm, mm. I love. You deserve it. You yes, deserve it. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> to like almost keep myself grounded and feel like like a strong, independent woman again. Because、mm. you are a strong, independent woman, and it's、yeah. super true. Because at the end of the day, you're responsible for your own happiness, right? Self love is、mm-hmm. so important, and you won't ever be ready for a relationship unless you're secured and content with yourself, and you love yourself enough. To be able to give that love to someone else.、Mm. Yes, I could not agree more. That's so true. Like I can't even emphasize how important it is to, you know, just spend time and work on yourself to make sure that you're okay first before jumping back into a new relationship. Like you have to take care of yourself, be happy, and just show it to the world. <laughs> not like you need to show the other person that you're better off without them, but more like. Hey,、mm-hmm. I'm still fine without you, and、um, I learned this because I literally did the opposite. <laughs> I was like a year too late, I guess, but I I did it. Oh no, <laughs> honey, honey, no, no! I want to outdo and show them that I'm better off. Like I, I thrive off living in spite. Like I want them to suffer seeing me doing better. Oh my、Just、god! Just joking though, but Emma, yes, am I really kidding? Who knows? <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> okay, so anyways, Mia. Seems like you've got a lot of tips here. Do you have any that you can share with us? Yeah. So、um, for me, my friends have definitely been there for me all the way. They went out of their way to drag me out of that hellhole that I've buried myself into.、Um, they were my crying buddy. I, I, I like. I came over to their place so many times just to cry my heart out because I also believe it's it's a good idea to let your emotions out. Yes, it is such a good idea that you have a good mental health support group just being there for you. Because let me tell you, the number of times <laughs> I've texted Dawn at three a.m. asking, "Oh, are you free? I want to cry," and she just listened to me cry over and over again about the same guy. <laughs> Literally two weeks ago, but hey. I think that's the that's the silver lining of、mm. having different time zones here. Thank God. Yeah, mm. Mm. that's good. Cause like three a.m. my time would be like I don't know nine p.m. your time.、Mm. Yeah, I don't know.、You、And like perfect time.、Uh, yeah. <laughs> We suck at time zoning or、mm-hmm. whatever we call it. Um. Anyways, um. I think that it's a good idea to do that because I believe the more you try to neglect your feelings and emotions, the worse it gets, and sooner or later you will break. So I always cry, and yes, it is tiring, and you will have puffy eyes and disgusting face. But trust me, you will feel so much better afterwards. Yeah, you cannot agree more. The the puffy <laughs> eyes part can re- can relate a lot. Mm. But the sleep after crying your eyes out smacks though, like it hits <laughs> different, like a whole new level. And your skin after crying just glows because、oh、the tear moisturizes. Really, I think it's so dry. I actually hate it. Yeah, <laughs> I think so too.、Like, I feel like my skin is just like glowing. I'm just like it's, and it's all like you know that texture when you touch a chicken breast, like a raw chicken oh breast. Oh my god! And like that smooth、no. texture of touching a chicken breast. That's how my skin feels after crying for like two whole hours. No, that's、and、definitely that not、sensation. mine. No, that's、oh, definitely、wow. not mine. And 
I just look yeah, like same. I always, especially the morning after I break up, like I just look like I have like the worst allergic reaction to something ever. Mm. Like my eyes are just yeah. like puffy, and my skin are like dry, and I'm just oh, it's the worst. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I I feel like crying also like washes away all of my hard work that my skincare <laughs> has done, and mm. like skincare is not cheap. So it's really not. That's why I I try to like cry before my skincare. Mm, that's that's really relatable. Like I would always just try to hold my tears in after finishing my skincare, but like obviously I'm not the best at holding it in. So <laughs> yeah. Um. If anyways. Um. If there's one tip that I could give to you guys, um, it would be that time will heal. Um, mm-hmm. I know this so cliche and like ridiculous to hear, especially after when someone tell you this right after a breakup. Like I was literally so mad when my friends told me that phrase over and over again because obviously my thought back then was, I will never be able to get over him. I will never be able to find another person like him. I will never be able to love someone again. But you just need to trust me on this one. Time will heal. And everything will be fine. It might take days. It might take weeks. It it might take years. But eventually, you will be okay. Yeah, and if it's not okay, it's not the end. <laughs> okay, look who's joining me on the cheesy cliches. <laughs> I guess you just rubbed off on me, Dawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um. I think you just need to realize that breaking up with someone doesn't mean that the world will end. Like of course it will feel that way initially, and it is okay to feel that way because it's already hard enough to say goodbye to someone you know, let alone saying goodbye to your significant other. But like I said, everything will be okay. I didn't handle my breakup well, and it was a rookie mistake on my end because I was very emotionally attached to him. So when it ended, it completely broke me. But I don't regret any of it. Um, I've obviously learned from my mistake, and I'm praying I'll deal with breakups better in the future. Or let's just hope I don't have to deal with breakups anymore. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, I hope so too. Breakups are exhausting. Wait, but breakups are fun. Like I get so much <laughs> more interesting and funny every single time I have a little heartbreak. Cause like, you know, like I've said this before. Trauma built character, so like I literally take that breakup as a personality trait for like a solid five months. I will never be able to relate to the fact that you just said heartbreaks are fun. <laughs> I'm done. Like, okay, I'm all for like looking on the bright side of things, but in this case, I'd rather be boring than have another breakup. Exactly. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> Hmm. No, thank you. Am I you. the drama? Am I the drama? I don't think I'm the drama, but I swear <laughs> to God, I think like I'm just in love with the drama that heartbreaks gives you, though, because like you feel so motivated and independent and ready to take on life, and the adrenaline pump that you it gives you as well. Like I remember, I was studying for finals once, and I was so bored, so I just literally took myself. Want to get six piercings in one go and just get some adrenaline from that to live my life again. I love that. I actually love that. <laughs> okay, like I see where you're coming from, but I don't think I can really relate. But you do you, prioritize yourself, and do the things you love, 
and make use of the situation. Mm. Yeah, do impulsive stuff and hurt yourself. And then I got my six piercings mm. all removed because my mom, who was living like 10 hours flight away, she called me and she's like, yeah, take that off right now. Stop being a disappointment <laughs> to this family. I'm like, oh, wow, I'm sorry. Oh my God, that's like my mom when like, <laughs> I have my piercing and tattoos and she's like, don't call me your mom again. And I'm like, oh. And then, actually, she's now loving all of that, so... Oh, actually, No, 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 that's not true. She actually... (laughs) (laughs) She doesn't love them, but she's, like, okay with them now. Like, every now and then, if she's mad at me, she always looks at my tattoos, and she's like, I can't believe she did that. (laughs) (laughs) And also, another way for me to feel better in the moment or get over someone quicker is just take it easy. I always think everything happens for a reason and this applies in daily situations as well. When things don't go your way, just take a deep breath and think that maybe it's just not meant to be or think of it as right person, wrong timing and who knows, if you guys are meant to be, you might get back together in the future. Everything is meant to be. Oh my god, do you believe in soulmate? I think I do, yeah. Um, I think there's a person out there that's meant to be for you. Right? So that's why I totally get, like, everything happens for a reason. Maybe that reason was just to teach you, like, a lesson on how to love someone or to teach yourself what you want and don't want in a relationship. Absolutely. Mm. But hold up. Don't hold on to the hope of getting back together in the future, though. Like, <laughs> you go out and live your life. Don't put your life on pause while pinning onto false hope. Sometimes he's just toxic as well. You need to leave. You don't have to wait around with him at mm. all. Like, please, just pick yourself up and do better. Yeah, no, yep. I agree with yep. that, but, like, I didn't mean it in that kind of way. Like, obviously, mm, don't mm, cling, mm. like, don't cling on to the hope of getting back together whatsoever. But what I meant was, like, if you guys are meant to be, then you might cross paths again in the future. And if you're not meant to be, then going on your own path is the right decision. Exactly, and it's quite cute in those scenarios, though. Like, it paints the perfect hallmark christmas movie-ish like <laughs> even if you do cross path it doesn't necessarily have to be a romantic relationship like mm. you may be better off as friends and grow together instead absolutely like maybe you're just meant to be friends in each other's lives um but mm. i swear yeah but i swear to god the reason why i said that what i said is because i know a lot of couples who broke up because of wrong timing and when they cross paths again in the future, they fell in love again and got married. Happy ending. That's so cute. Yeah, that's why I think you should try to take it easy because, again, everything happens for a reason. That's so for cute, sure. honestly. Like, I think I've mm. seen couples as well. Like, they broke up during high school, then, like, they met each other way along the line like when they're already working and like wanting to settle down a bit more and they got back together even though it's like a 10 year gap in between but that's really cute though anyways any tip from you don yeah i think that i tend to get caught up in like the what ifs or like what it could be if if this did or didn't happen because you know as always i'm really indecisive and I contemplate if I've made the right decision. And one way of like validating me and helping me with this problem was like journaling and making speeches to myself in a way. <laughs> <laughs> like 
I would literally make Snapchat videos of me validating myself and Mia would think I'm talking to someone. <laughs> Not really. <laughs> A true words of affirmation girly right here. Oh my god. But like I did the same thing and it's so funny. It's all on my like safe Snapchat and it just like Yeah. I just, like sometimes you just need to like talk to yourself because you have so much thoughts in there and then you just need to like mm-hmm. calm yourself down by just talking out and when you listen back to it you can like literally process the thoughts better if that makes sense yeah for me, totally i literally does. just like feel myself crying though i just feel myself crying oh. and i look back and i'm like ew that's embarrassing why did you cry over that like that oh was just God. one guy like <laughs> I have, why i have never done that because i think i'm gonna vomit because i look disgusting when I <laughs> exactly that's, that's why i do it it's, like, it's funny it's funny for me like i don't do it because <laughs> i want the attention of me crying i just do it because it's like I'm gonna have fun later when I look back at this in five minutes and like wondering why did I even have a mental breakdown over this tiny little <laughs> minor inconvenience. Oh my god. Yeah, but back to yeah. you, Dawn. It's I think it's a great tip. Yeah. I mean, you guys know me. I I do like words of affirmations and I like to give that to myself as well to show myself some self-love. Like, not only did it help me let my emotions out, like we just talked about, but it also allowed me to kind of map out all the possible scenarios and have the certainty that I've made the right decision, mm-hmm. that this and that cannot work. Like it allows me to finish all of my unfinished thoughts and it's almost like making a case on why like, I shouldn't get back together um, and bring myself one step closer to moving on. Like I literally wrote, this is a reminder on why you shouldn't get back together. And probably Angie and Mia would kill me if I did. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, that is a no-go zone. Never, never, mm. ever, ever getting back with that ex, please. Yeah, don't go back. No, I'm very happy right now. Yeah, and that's a great tip. I actually journal on a daily basis that I just didn't think of it as a way for me to get over my ex but absolutely journaling helps so much with the thinking process most of the time when i'm stressed out or anxious about something it's because i have so much thoughts running through my mind and journaling it's definitely a way for me to just sit down take a breather and slowly approach things layer by layer if you're able to write things out and read it again you're one step closer to get to know yourself better and understand why you feel the way you feel. Yeah, that's so true. I agree for the most part, except for the very last thing you said there. Like, Mm. I cannot read it again. Like, the thought of, like, just reading through what I wrote, it's so cringy and cheesy and just, (laughs) like, a five-year-old wrote it and it gives me, like, just a horrible headache. Like, I made the mistake of doing this last night because, oh, I thought it would be helpful for the podcast and give me some interesting tips. And then I ended up dreaming about my boyfriend and my ex in one dream. Traumatizing and awkward. Mm. I think I should have just um, burned my journal or something. <laughs> Do you see why I hate writing then? Like, you should have just thrown it into a fire before it haunts you like <laughs> Annabelle and Conjuring. No, but it's like, it's like, 
I literally, one of my worst fear ever is like suddenly die of like a heart attack or something. And like, I didn't get a chance to like just burn off my journal and everything. Oh my god. And like, someone would be able to like read it. Like, and then. Actually, that's not a bad thing though. Cause like, if you see it from a different perspective, right? Then that means like, if you had a journal that you wrote that night with the date entries in it, and with the date entries in it, then it could be your alibi. If someone suspected you for murder, like that night, I was just at home writing my journal. Here's the evidence. You'll be safe, honey. But you can fake that. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> I type that. I did not write. I type everything out. Oh my god. No, it's same. I wrote it. Oh, I shouldn't say where I write it, but like, I have like a secret <laughs> place that I write it. And like, I swear to God, if, if people get to read that, I'd just rather die. Like, seriously. <laughs> and if you're someone like me who hates validating their own feelings and writing at the same time what i do is like i i still write but like a very short update of what happened that day and how i felt in like three sentences max it mm. keeps me like a bit grounded and actually reflect on what happens every day and it takes away the overwhelming mental load plus it's super handy if you're very bad at maintaining friendships like me like i just go mia from my friends for weeks on end <laughs> and then you send that document to them and they're like oh so that's what you've been going through you literally just sent me a word document with five thousand words nine pages to me like the other day <laughs> but isn't it so efficient though like i don't have to text you every single day you just read it in one big bulk and that's exactly what happened and how i resolved and everything so yeah i think that's pretty i don't know helpful and useful so now we will move on to our q a session of this week um our first question for today is is it okay to still be hurt from things you thought you have healed from? I, I think so. Like, I think it's hard for it not to hurt because these things did happen to us at one point. And there are, like, the emotions that we've all felt. And I think that's, like, the saying that it's something like people will forget what you did, but will never forget how you made them feel. Mm. And I think that it's really true, especially in this context. Like, at least to me, like, these emotions still affect me. Not always, of course, but occasionally with regards to how I react and deal with certain situations until this day. Mm. Yeah, I guess, like, the people you encounter and people who have lived in your life, they impact your personality and your experiences. So I definitely think healing is not linear. It's different for everyone. And healing de definitely does not mean forgiving as well. You are entitled to feel all the emotions that you feel, even if it's hurting and grieving a love that was a few years ago. Mm. Yeah, that's a really great point, And I really like your take on this. Yeah, I remember when I broke up for about like, 1.5 years already i suddenly had this emotional trigger even though i felt like i have completely been totally indifferent about him and moved on but i just started like having this little breakdown and wrote about like 17 pages basically a novel of me telling the story of us how it began how it ended and, and yeah emotions can certainly arise again even if you had thought you moved on from them mm. Mm. I thought you said you you don't want to write out your thoughts. <laughs> okay, sometimes things just happen, okay? I can't control my whole life, Missy. <laughs> no, yeah, but I can definitely relate to all that. And um, that is actually a very difficult question. Um, 
because like within the first year of breaking up with my ex, my heart literally aches like whenever I think of him. Like I just don't know how to explain it. It's it's definitely not in my head and I know a lot of people experience the same thing as well. It's I guess it's like when you miss someone so much that your body just physically like can't handle it. But for me, um, eventually the pain faded and when I think of him, I don't feel like I'm drowning anymore. And all that's left are beautiful memories that we had with each other. So that's when I know I have fully healed and ready to move on. But I also think that it's okay to still feel the pain even when you're over them. Sometimes pain doesn't mean that you're suffering or still trapped in the past. If anything, it shows how much they mean to you and how much you guys have been through together. Oh, yeah, that was really beautiful. Like, almost like a poem, except for the pain part, of course. But but the great memories, that's a great indicator of how you moved on. Mm. And honestly, I feel like it's a good thing to be able to feel hurt after all of that because it just shows how much you cared for them and the beautiful parts of love that you guys built together. It could have ended better, but it ended for the best. Now, let's move on to question number two. Is it okay if I still stalk him every day on social media after breaking up? Hmm. Um, so I think there's nothing wrong with it. On the one hand, if it gives you a peace of mind of how he's doing, then go for it. Um, I think it's either that or feeling frustrated because you can't check on check in on him anymore. But on the other hand, I don't think that it's it's a healthy routine given that there's absolutely no guarantee that your feelings might not get hurt from checking his socials. You're likely to be very vulnerable after a breakup and going on his socials might not do you any good if you happen to see things that you don't want to see. So I would say that maybe it's it's a bad idea to steer away from his socials as much as you can. Yeah, same here. Like... I know the right answer is probably no, <laughs> but sometimes it's so tempting. <laughs> like I try to steer away from it, of course, but yeah, I probably unfollow him, or else I would accidentally click on his stories, and he'd know I see I saw it, and then yeah, that's embarrassing. Like I just mute them though. <laughs> like their messages, stories, posts, everything. Like it's fun to see how they're doing and whatnot, but. For what? Like, you're no longer in the picture. Just move along and mind your own business. Plus, I actually, I don't mind if they see my stories, though, because I can show them I'm doing better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I can see that. I mean, no need to be dramatic about it. Mm. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's move on to uh, question number three. What should I do if my ex, whom I'm trying to get over, texted me and told me that they miss me? Oh, easy. You just need to get back together, you lovebirds. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm kidding. Um, I think it really depends on why you guys broke up, like whether you can resolve it and if you guys still have genuine feelings for each other. I think you need to sit down and talk about it and, you know, again, communication is key. You definitely don't want to come to a decision that you will both regret in the future and there must be a reason why you guys decided to break up. So have a chat and see if you both can move past that reason or not. Because if you can't move on from it and still decide to get back together, it will always be a bug in your relationship. Oh my god, that's so true. I could not agree more. Like, 
As always, communication is so important, but it is like extra important in this case. Like know both what your intentions are, this wouldn't work for me, but like would you want to stay friends or do you want to get back together or are you two just vulnerable right now? And like forgetting the real reasons why you really broke up. Mm. Or if worse comes to worse, I mean, sometimes you have to block him. Mm. <laughs> like, maybe it is the last resort, but sometimes it's just what you need to get over someone completely. And maybe some things are just necessary, not necessarily because someone did something wrong or anything like that, but you probably just like need it for the both of you. It is what I needed to like fully cut ties with my ex and become completely ready and sure of myself in my next relationship. Like you don't want to be half in, half out and potentially affect another person along the way. Mm. That was so well spoken guys. Like truly easier said than done though. Like mm. honestly, if he texts me saying that he missed me, I'm just gonna be like, as you should, honey. That was your loss. You created this problem. Now this is your consequences of your own actions. And I'm just gonna go to sleep. Like I am not dealing with that. I, oh my I, god. No, no, thank you. I Bye. love that. That's I, it. I wish mm-hmm. I could be like that. I mean, unless I'm. So if I'm really over him, I just ignore it. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say like, you know, hurtful things. But like, mm. if I'm not, then I'll be like why why do you still miss me exactly did, did i mean something special to you what we had was that a full life thing yeah be like do you want to like elaborate on it a bit mm. and maybe oh, like he right? says that he misses you he says that he misses mm. you not wanting to get back together okay true Important on the phrase that he misses only not yes. saying like oh i miss you so much let's get back mm. together yeah mm. That's a trap. Don't fall for it. It is. Yeah. And that's it, y'all. That's how we got over our excess. We hope listening to this made you feel better, even if it's just for a while. Um, remember that you're not doing this alone and you are doing fine. And um, we hope that we also entertain you as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i definitely hope that you got some useful tips from our fun little heartbreaks yeah fun and just like this week (laughs) it is fun no it's not it's very fun Uh, it's debatable no definitely Mm. not fun (laughs) we'll see about that um as always we'll be having q a sessions about a certain topic don't forget to send in your questions to our instagram at adulting license for our episode next week Subscribe to us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts if you can't catch our live broadcast. We'll drop a new episode every Sunday, so see you next week. Bye!